kick us off here, Tom. <laughs> hey guys, it's Tom and Joey. Welcome to Taboos. For another week, it's been a bit of a hiatus um, recently because I've been um, travelling away. I've been away on holidays for about uh, three or four weeks. But if you're wondering why we sound so crisp and delicious in your eardrums, uh, Tom might have something to say about that. Oh yeah, we're super professional. now. We've got some awesome little recording device. It's slightly uh, more expensive and um, higher technology than our two phones laid yeah. on the ground. <laughs> but no, we look super professional now. We've got microphones. Correct, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's a pretty good um, segue to the theme music. Finally, you kick us off. I nailed it. <laughs> so, welcome back to the podcast for another week. Um, it's been a little bit of a uh, a little bit of hiatus. Um, I say that as if it's an apology to people who have been hanging out waiting for our podcast to drop in the next week, and it hasn't happened. It was but probably. I don't think there's any of those people. It was probably our bad decision making in terms of like we knew you were going away for yeah, four weeks. Yeah. We thought, hey, the week before we should upload everything. Yeah. And then do nothing for four weeks. Yeah, here's a good idea. Um gain a little bit of momentum. Gain as much momentum as you can possibly do with your with your pretty meager social networks. Um and then leave them hanging. Just just go away for four weeks and forget about them. Oh dear. Well, but but at least at least we've come back. Um I feel so professional holding these microphones. We've got so to describe it's it to the, novelty. To describe to the listeners, we've got a little like um, thing that looks like a sort of plane GPS, an aeroplane GPS. I'm not, I'm not sure what I don't, what I don't know what that about. looks like, but yeah, sure. It's a little box. It's, it's really good. Put it in terms that everybody can understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what a plane GPS looks like. Oh, Mum's a pilot. I've <laughs> <laughs> been too exposed to that. It's called a handy recorder. Handy so. recorder with two, um, two microphones coming out, so... Um, no more complaints about audio or and bad echoes and things bad like echoes that. echoes and that sort of thing. Unless um, we're completely fucking this up. And another sort of bad news: we've been relegated from the paddock by Fee, the owner, the custodian of the premises, because we made a few little errors last time. Well, look, it's all fun and games for you, but this is my secondary place of residence. <laughs> your, no, this is not easy. Tom, it's well and truly your primary place of residence. When you spend over seventy percent of your nights here, it becomes your primary. You just don't you just don't pay for your primary residence. <laughs> I pay an emotional toll, trust me. Oh, it's a toll now, is when, it? When you leave when you leave the skylight open and Hey, let's not go pointing fingers. <laughs> and then it I decides to rain for a week straight and we only realise a week and a half later. <laughs> it's not ideal. So um yeah, the the paddock, our usual um attic where we uh, record the podcast is currently smelling like wet dog. Yeah, like four wet dogs. Yeah, there was a mattress up there which was situated directly underneath the skylight which has been rained it, on for a week. Yeah, it took it took most of the hit. It took like, most of the hit. To be fair, there are a few layers between the sky and the house. Um, like, like in mean? terms of, well, like I'm in a bit of trouble so I'm trying to figure out ways of... Sugarcoating it. Yeah. <laughs> like so silver like, lining it. So like there was a, there were sheets. Yeah. There was a doona, sheets. Sheets well and truly known for being absorbent. Rug. Yeah. Then carpet. (laughs) Okay. So it's like the fifth layer. So what you're saying is you're more responsible for not thinking about (laughs) closing the window, but having five barriers before it ruins the expensive carpet. Yeah, I put all my shit between like the expensive part, like the house and the rain. All right. Well, I think you're fighting an uphill battle here, mate. But I don't know. I've missed this sort of class in high school, but if you have a mattress Mm -hmm. and you put it in water, does it become a waterbed? 
Oh, maybe I've just... Is that is that a thing? Maybe I've just like increased the value of my mattress significantly. I think you have. I'm not sure how much waterbeds are because they're pretty much just big... Squ- Can you still buy them? Rectangular. It's a very late 90s sort of extravagance. Yeah. Do waterbeds yeah. still exist? Um, I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah, like, I'm thinking like in... in like a like 80s 80s-themed porn movies. I think that would still be a thing. Okay. I was thinking um, more in like, I don't know, a... a a prince from the Emirates or someone like that would have his own water mattress. Yeah, like a sheik or something. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think he'd sleep on it because he couldn't... Because the sheiks from the Emirates, the, the UAE, you know what pet they all have, right? They have like giant... Tigers. Like tigers and yeah. leopards. For some reason, it's like... Do you like, think they sleep with them though? No, that's the thing. They can't a- have waterbeds because... They're, oh, and they're that's pet, why they're pet they don't leopards. sleep with their tigers. Yeah, no, that's why they don't have waterbeds. They <laughs> sleep with their tigers. No one's <laughs> okay. stopping them sleeping with their tigers, <laughs> right. but and their leopards. But the leopards naturally, you so know, in their battle, for... leopards wake up in the morning and they what do they want to do? They want to stretch. And how do cats stretch? They bring out their claws and they like grip into the bed and stretch backwards. I've had cats on my life. I'm way too detailed on this. <laughs> so, but they, yeah, so they would have it there for like to bring their like several. Um, Middle Eastern harem. Middle Eastern wives along yeah. too and you know float and bounce on the waterbed but let's face it they're not sleeping there full time what do you think they have a girlfriend's house that they sleep at most of the time no they've got like 18 rooms in their in their oh, mansions oh, okay. they've, got, they've got several <laughs> flavours of bed <laughs> speaking of um, Middle Eastern um, people okay here we go I can't I can't help but try and Your like ask you about my so segue <laughs> they've gotten good <laughs> it's so much worse I was on the plane home so I just got back from holiday on Tuesday and yeah. uh, I was on the plane home and I was really really adamant to the girl at the Emirates um, check-in that I wanted an exit row yeah because they make such a big difference right do you, you have to pay extra no you don't pay extra you just like say really? you say you've got some sort of Chronic, uh, like like, I've got like muscle, po- yeah, or yeah, 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 something I mean, like. I don't be only conditioned in dogs, but yeah, sure, something like that. Why do you know so much about dogs? <laughs> dogs, leopards, whatever. Yeah, so um, I got one for the first leg of the trip. That was only about five or six hours flying home from London. So the second leg of the trip, I didn't get one. I was in one of the middle seats of the um, the four in the middle, and then there's three oh. on either side. But I was one of the four in the middle, and I was in the middle of that four, oh. which was kind of shitty because the person next to me was this like. She was kind of sweet, but kind of really, really annoying. A little old, like she was a little old to fat talk lady. To you and have conversations, was she? I'll tell you. <laughs> Good, because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we'd be having some quiet time. <laughs> yeah. um, she was this little old fat lady, and I don't know why this is the thing that always happens to me. Because I think on the last time, on my last trip, I told you the exact same thing about women sleeping on me on planes. <laughs> but this little old lady, and she was in like the full burqa and the full, you know. Middle Eastern head to toe covered get up with her, you know, little beads that she'd she'd sort of you know how they pray with those little beads where they flick they say a, they say like a mantra and they flick over the beads one at a time right like an Islamic rosary yeah yeah, yeah exactly okay, yep. um and she had all that stuff um around her neck and everything and she kept she was pretty useless but she kept asking me <laughs> to do stuff for her in whatever language she spoke I'm not very oh like not so you I'm not very aware what she was asking. No, God no! I had no fucking idea. But I'm not very sure aware of what languages there are in the Middle East. Yeah, because she'd look at me really expectantly, and like she'd be, she'd like she'd be fiddling with something like a food or like a little like piece of paper or 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 a departure card or whatever it is, a arrivals card, and then sort of just like put it down and look up at me and say something in, in Middle Eastern, and I would be sitting there going, "Lady," like Arab- I was trying to be nice. Arabic? 
Uh, could have been Arabic. <laughs> or Middle Eastern. <laughs> How many languages are there over there? Oh, he was probably just speaking European. <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably French. Um, but but she kept, she'd put her stuff down and look up to me. And for the first probably like half an hour, I would be trying to be nice about it. I'd be like, just sorry. Smile. Just in, like English, like ma- flapping my hands around being like, I only speak English. Sorry. She's like, why is he doing little bird actions yeah, at me? What is this idiot doing? On. Yeah. Um, and kept pursuing in her own language, which was just horrible for the rest of the trip it turned from from cute and adorable like a motherly figure to like this is this is really horrible what are you doing yeah so that was a that was a horrible flight home i ended up just buying some sleeping pills and zonking myself out for the whole ride home which is good bad idea yeah my issue like the shitty thing about being stuck in a middle seat in a middle section of a big plane on a long trip like the thing i hate when i'm sitting next to someone is if they want to talk yeah like like hold a conversation with you right like but do you do you like i don't catch public transport i have to drive to work <laughs> of course you don't tom <laughs> i would not expect you to <laughs> stoop to that level tom <laughs> but no so my point is if you're on a plane yeah you've sort of you usually have some form of entertainment system it's one person form of that's li- that's literally system. all there is now it's just a giant screen in your face really? yeah but like I don't want to have to hold a conversation if this is a 12 hour flight and we start talking now either we're going to have to talk for 12 hours no or there's going to no. be a really awkward no I have to stop the conversation yes that well, what do you mean what? conversations have a tendency to naturally stop that doesn't make it weird you reckon what, what? and then just so hold on so like have a conversation for half an hour so does this and mean every time, every time I've, hour. does this mean Tom that every single time I've ever spoken to you and we just naturally stop, you feel really awkward and weird about it that it's stuffing? Yeah, but when we stop talking, we don't just sit next to each other quietly for an hour. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, that's the awkward part. Okay, well I don't know if anyone in <laughs> normally, the history of well, normally when in our the conversations end, aviation it ever organically and we have something else to do then. I don't think it's not like <laughs> okay, Joe. Well, I don't think anyone chat, has ever thought. About things just the way sit you there do, right next to me for a little while and be quiet for an hour. Oh God, mate! I don't know. I didn't. I don't think about it. Maybe I'll be really awkward next time. Maybe but I'm the weird one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Of course you are, mate. No one sits there, has a conversation with someone next to them, stops, and is just freaking out and bloody wondering what to do with their hands. And oh God, do I watch TV now? Is it rude to put my headphones on? <laughs> But uh, that was a good thing in this situation because there was a massive language barrier that she didn't realise was there. But I, surely she realised. Oh God, it was. I when don't know. You started speaking a different language to her with a queried look on your face. Mm. Mm. Surely she must have figured out. Oh, stupid white boy doesn't speak English. I'm pretty sure she wasn't thinking. Of, yeah, maybe she was calling me stupid white boy in her head. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was a. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. Successful I'm gonna, trip. I'm, yeah, I'm going to assume that you want to know a little bit about the trip. Oh. Um, not interested. We can skip it. We can skip it. I got some other stuff to talk about. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> go, go ahead, Tom. No, please. Tell me. Um, Tell me. Give me some stories. Oh, I don't have that many like particularly funny stories um, that are shareable in this um, in this, in this medium. Yeah, in this on this, in medium, this forum. In this forum. Um, but it was an awesome trip. We went to uh, heaps of rugby world cup matches. That's the reason we were over there. Perfect. Um, saw the Wallabies um, in their two probably biggest group matches: mm-hmm. Australia, and Australia, England, Australia, Wales, which was just absolutely Intense. mental. Absolutely mental. Yep. Um, we they've got this weird thing um, in England or at Twickenham at least, where the cups that you buy beer in, you have to pay a pound extra for them. Right when you buy them, Same. and then when you bring them back at the end of the match, like your empty deposit. beer caps—it's it, it, it's a deposit, right, for yeah. your pound back. 
So I didn't, I wasn't like remembering to do this at the end of the game, but at the end of both games, oh. all my mates who were with, soon as the final buzzer went, just ran around, just picking, ran up around picking cups. And they had a stack of cups higher than we were tall, right? So we had this fund of about 100 pounds at the end of the match to share between the boys. You're kidding. And if you've looked at the Australian dollar recently, you'd know That's that a pound... That's a lot of money. Three pounds. Well, it's about 100 like pounds. like $100. Yeah. Or like $100 to a pound. 100 pounds. You had like a $10,000. Yeah. 100 yeah. pounds can buy you a nice three-bedroom terrace in like Paddington. A, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Absolutely. So um, that pretty much funded our whole nights out on those two <laughs> nights. It was just going around stealing people's empty cups, which is fantastic. Were you getting looks? Um, they were because I didn't do it. Oh, I just sort you're of, a bubble. I was a bum. <laughs> no, I'm not a bubble. That Mr. I don't catch public transport. <laughs> I just, I just chose to revel in the. Maybe I was too drunk. Maybe I was just reveling in the glory of the Wallabies winning and not that. Uh, that so there was, there were quite a few of you in this group. There, there was, was ten of us. Yeah, ten of you. There was ten of us. How many of the ten went fossicking for cups? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a lot of fossicking. Were there fighting over cups? Like, were there other fossickers? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, other people running around? I, I don't know. Was it kind of like, <laughs> who knows? Everybody just scatters. Yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. wrestling. It's sort it of turns like... turns into one of those scenes from The Simpsons or like a... Uh, <laughs> probably an Irish football game where everyone just starts lighting flares and... Yeah. <laughs> it's just like flares. full riot yeah, over cups. <laughs> Everybody's rioting. The next like morning... Stabbings over The next cups. morning on the news, they're like, um, another horrible incident has taken place <laughs> at an English sporting event last night when uh, <laughs> Rugby World Cup um, organised have decided there'll be no more... <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. Oh wait, we might have to we've pause ju- this. We've just been shown a photo of Joey and Co on a Mastercard ad at the yeah, World Cup. That must have been at the England game. If you go to Mastercard's Facebook page, there's a cool photo of our friend Matt, and I literally was sitting next to Matt there. I think that might be my hand. Yeah, there you go. I'm famous. <laughs> so Joey's hands on a Mastercard ad. Oh there God, I've just stepped it up a notch. Oh, fire. I thought I thought hitting uh, iTunes front page was a big deal, but this How is even topical. bigger. Thank you, Fioma. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> what were we talking? Oh yeah, uh, rioting over cups. So yeah. do you reckon there was like at that's some how point? I think, that's why I think the London riots a couple of years ago started. Because well, there was this there was this thing during the I forget what event it was. It might have been the Soccer World Cup. Where the Japanese crowds, after the games were finished, would go around and clean up their section. Like oh. they took a lot of pride in, like the game would end, most of the crowd would leave, but the Japanese would walk around their section and clean up all the rubbish. Was this the Japanese in Japan or elsewhere? No, 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 at the Soccer World Cup. Right. In where was the Soccer World Cup held? It was Rio. Rio. Yeah. Oh, the Japanese, but yeah, okay. Japanese fans at right. Japanese games after the game, and they ended, definitely would go weren't being paid. They weren't just like the cleaners. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, what I'm asking, mate. Don't put again. Try to bloody catch me with some horrible statement, mate. Your guilt is your guilt. It's not my problem. <laughs> Whatever, mate. But um, yeah, no. Apparently, they go around cleaning it up. Yeah, so right. Do you reckon there's some guy in London who's basically gone? Look, we're spending a fortune on cleaning. Yeah. So maybe if we just offer them a pound, like they pay for this system. It's perfect. The people who buy the beers give you the pound and then they just get it back when they bring their cups back and we don't have to clean Yeah, but up. it's not one of those systems where like all the rubbish gets but brought home. But it does, home. obviously, because there's semi-homeless Australians running around picking up all the cups for them. Yeah, but it's only the cups. There's still pie wrappers and bloody chip oh, packets and everything. Oh, several tons worth of rubbish. It's not rubbish, though. No, they're... Um, well, it's not rubbish. Sorry, they're, they're reusable cups, man. Oh, are they? Yeah, this is fancy stuff. This oh, is Twickenham, baby. Wow. This is London. This is the old country. Far out. That's yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. No, so they, well, I assume they use them again. But 
So like it's a Pound great each. it's a, it's a great idea and all. Eleven dollars forty money and doesn't cost them a thing. Yeah, but it's genius. The riots must be expensive. Yeah, the riots. Like, the cost of um, to several, repair the stadium. The several uh, burnt down, upturned police cars on yeah. uh, <laughs> on the main streets out of Twickenham. Horrible cost. Surely, Horrible cost surely to the there's taxpayer. been some discussions where they're sitting there going like, oh, look, the cup initiative was really great, but like, oh. like, those 12 people that died, I'm just not sure the cost is worth it. There's this really weird phenomenon where we're seeing a whole bunch of riots outside <laughs> yeah. all the sporting events in London, outside the World Cup. Um, we just... Don't know what to pinpoint it on. We our, can't put our finger on it. Our tip fees have gone down dramatically, but the murder rates increased ridiculously. It's weird. We've got a heavy decline in stolen cups, but, <laughs> but, but, but a heavy increase in upturned police cars. What do we do about this? <laughs> Maybe they need to start an upturned police car initiative. They like, do. But it's going to be one of those situations where... turned over. Yeah. Everybody gets a dollar back on so their tickets. It's so you not, pay like a police it's not car re- levy. Yeah, it's not rewarding good behaviour and bringing home cups is just it's just rewarding lack of bad behavior yes, so exactly. and, but it could be one of those chain domino effects where where people take out their like <laughs> hey it's someone like you see oh, someone it, upturning your car and then someone else like hey don't you dare upturn hey, that hey, car i've got three dollars in there <laughs> I, need, I need this <laughs> i need this for my children's education but that's the thing for it to be beneficial it would have to be significant enough sum of money that it's not inconsequential because if it was like say you had to pay three dollars when you bought your so ticket, does that mean you have to pay non- three dollars for every car? Like, hey, we're going to charge you a police up no, 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 car per fee per so, ticket. So you know when you buy your this, ticket, you get this, they're like, oh, you get this three dollars back when you don't upturn and light yeah. a light a, poli- light a police car on yeah. fire. So it's promise like, you won't do it. Well, maybe they have like a sliding. Uh, but I really like, wanna, guys. If you upturn police cars at this game. Next game, we're going to have to up the levy, mm. and then all of a sudden, you're paying like four thousand dollar levy, and then a couple thirty dollar, and then a couple of bad eggs ruin it for oh, everyone. Exactly. They upturn a few too many police cars. Look, we're all we're all guilty of it on occasion. But then it's self policed. We've all upturned a police car and lit it on fire <laughs> once in our lives. But it's a couple of bad eggs that ruin it for the lot. <laughs> but look, it's a growing process, and everybody goes hey, through that phase. We can't be only for kids it. one exactly. Boys will be boys. Who doesn't have a couple of upturned police cars in their history? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> how do we get here? I don't know. Japanese cleaning. Yeah. Cups at the rugby. Oh, you guys yeah. had heaps of cups. Um, lots of cups. So yeah, cheap well nights, done. Cheaper nights out in London, but. Um, on the whole, London, incredibly expensive. Um, going through the UK was just uh, the biggest hit to my uh, account, my bank account well, balance ever. Given, well, has the exchange rate with... Because apparently the Aussie dollar is still not too bad against the euro. It's, it's not too bad against the euro. Against the US dollar. And yeah. And it against the pound. Ho- like horrible. It's I think like it's worse than normal. So you get $100 out of um, the ATM and you pay. We I got a pretty good deal because I got a one of those GE 28 degrees cards. Yep. Which are pretty handy. And that cost about. Thank you to uh, our sponsors, GE Travel Money Cards, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> providing interest free terms for Joey and Tom for <laughs> the life of the podcast. <laughs> um, but seriously, that GE 28 Degrees Money Card, you can get it at your local uh, <laughs> bank account, was saved me a lot. I would, but I would still pay on $100 withdrawal, I'd still pay $220 odd, and others Jesus. were paying $230, $240. So you'd go to get a $10 breakfast at a cafe in London. <gasps> It's like $35. Yeah. Uh, mm, How's your mass there, Tom? I don't know. Oh, you get a coffee as well. No, uh, you were reading that. You were banking on the coffee as well, weren't you? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But after about a day of that, you just couldn't do the sum in your head anymore because it would kill you. It would would ruin your buzz. Just, yeah, ruin your day. Yeah, absolutely. You just stop doing the conversions, you idiot. Deal with it when you get home and you can just pay it off in a lump sum. But, oh, um, no. Yeah, let's face it, I'm not any closer to financial freedom than I was. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Well, you started your new job. I did, mate. Yesterday. Yeah, I did. It was. It was. Um, so you're back earning money at least. Yeah, yeah. Although I haven't signed a contract or even talked about my terms of employment whatsoever. Like which how is, much he's going to pay you? Or yeah, like that, that kind of thing. It's more of a group discussion. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. I so don't know. you're volunteering uh, for the minute. <laughs> he could be like. Just seeing how long I get a he, he gets away with me working there without actually bringing up a contract, and then when I go and bring it up, he might be like, oh, "Sorry, man, never thought this day would come." <laughs> Turns out, not paying you. But wait, how how did you get the job? So, so I, I, have I you, told you what you I'm met doing? The, you met this guy at rugby, didn't you? You know him through footy. He's an old, he's a friend of mine who yeah. I who I met initially years ago through rugby. Okay, but I'm so working he's a friend at his, of yours. his company um, yeah. with him. But how did the discussion start? Did you approach him? Did he approach you? The discussion started by me chatting to him at, at footy. And yeah. then, um, it was while I was getting out of engineering, going towards a different job yep. um, in sort of like sales, tech mm. sales. And I, he, he spoke to me and said, look, my company's needing someone along those lines, sales. Okay. Um, and it's an online platform. Do you want to come and talk to me about it? Like, and I went and met him and it's all good. And like, and and he said, "Yeah, I'd love you to come and work for us." Yeah, 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 exactly. And there was no discussion about no. Like, that, look, there's remuneration. Been, there's been, yeah, but it's one. Of, it's, it's sort do of I like, get holidays? Do I have to sit in a cage? Like, it's very. It's it's like the opposite of sort of corporate, whereby we just sort of. It's just very it, chill. Yeah, it's <laughs> chill as in. Nah, I'll pay you later. Yeah, <laughs> no. As, as in, in like, oh, I can't benef- turn my heating on but tonight it's beneficial. because I don't have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's beneficial for me to not get paid as much because the business goes better. That sort of thing. Because it's very early days. Okay, right. So it's like a real team effort. Everybody's sacrificing for the business to do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. We all hold hands and sing a song every morning as well. Uh, except for the guy who owns it who's just making heaps yeah, of Yeah, making banking and free <laughs> He's labor. turning up in his new Mercedes. He's like, <laughs> yeah, sorry no. guys, you're going to have to drop me down to $10 <laughs> an hour just it's for the business. <laughs> it's all hourly pay. Um, nah, but that, that, that stuff aside, that will all be worked out. Let's show my first day. So, but it's really exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. First day, pretty cool. Yeah, it's very. Uh, it's going to be very challenging. Yeah, very uh, working in a small team with a small office company. is a bit closer to home. Which is yeah, nice. nine minute uh, commute nice. to and from home. Perfect. So much time for activities. Yeah, don't even know what I'm going to do with it. What are the hours like? Might start a podcast. Oh, you should start another one. A rival podcast. Maybe a successful one. <laughs> it's going to be a podcast. It's based on um, fact checking all the stuff that this podcast says. <laughs> Actually, and rebutting. So there's podcasts that exist where it's like, so you know the TV show Walking, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, like like forum groups about it. Well, it's called like I think it's called Talking Dead or like The Talking (laughs) Dead, where they after an episode they'll get together and talk about the episode. (laughs) You could start a sub podcast of this podcast called Talking Taboos. I reckon if you had, (laughs) and then after you've you can shorten it to taboos. Oh wait, no, that's already podcast. Review the podcast that you've just done. (laughs) I think we do that anyway. Like along the way, we go. Oh, that was a shit segue. Yeah. yeah, I think if you had a talking podcast for um, Game of Thrones, that could last so long. Mm. Or if you had a talking podcast after people watch the movie Inception, you just have people sitting oh. around going like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> but wait, was the top supposed to be spinning or was it falling? Yeah. Like, what was happening? No one ever understands that movie. But speaking of fact-checking, um, I did want to bring up from a couple of episodes ago, the, the oh, problem yeah, with yeah. Uh, going back and listening to our podcast is not only the annoyance of listening to your own voice, which oh, is terribly so discerning and embarrassing, um, yeah. is realizing stuff that you said that's wrong. Oh, and I think yeah. I brought this up with you before and it's kind of bad, but um, I don't like, I, I cringe every time I say, I go back and uh, hear something I've said and it's, I know it's wrong. Like there was one where we were talking about um, that 
movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off and the song at the end, Twist and Shout, and it's yeah. I was like I was like, Oh, is that, is that by the Chubby Checker? And you were like, Yeah, yeah, sure. Like just go on with it. And it's by the Beatles. And I was like, Oh, people are gonna be pulling me up on this and probably sending me eight miles. Is that song by the most famous band of all time or somebody else? <laughs> So if you've come across one of these inconsistencies in our in our podcast, shut up, all right? Just stick it <laughs> stick it in your ear. Not a, I don't care. Oh uh, dear, no, it is painful going back and listening to it. Like there was this one podcast where we were talking about exchange rates of um, Australian right. dollar to the pound, and we you go. were saying it was like two dollars twenty. Yeah, and you were having a ten dollar breakfast, and I thought it was like thirty five dollars. Awkward. It was really embarrassing. Awkward. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. So I was talking to, um, over in London, I went and caught up for breakfast with, with one of my old mates over there that used to live in Sydney. Oh, yeah. And um, he was telling me about when he first moved to London and not knowing anyone and moving to a different city, mm. which can be probably quite intimidating. Yep. Um, if you're not, if you're outgoing, it can even, be, it can even still be intimidating, right? Yeah. And... Um, he was telling me about... So, I was like... Because oh, I've never really moved... I've, I've gone on exchange and that, but I've never really moved to a different city to live. Yeah. Um, like, set up base. Or- set up base and, like, properly, you know, move there. And I was like, oh, okay, so how's, how's like, it going? Do you, uh, do you have, like, a group of friends to hang out with, that sort of thing? Mm. And he was like, yeah, no, like, that's, that's sort of, like, it's going okay. He's been there a while and it's sort of picked up. And I was like, well, how do you make your first friends when you live in a different city? And he was telling me about how he's literally gone on a couple of friend dates... <laughs> which is kind of, which is kind of a weird concept. Yeah. To go on a date to be a fr- to be friends with someone. Yeah. And it struck me. I, th- I had a lot of questions about. It. I'm I'm interested <laughs> to hear your take on if you've ever been in this situation before. Was I I like? Have you ever had to like? Get in, get put in contact. You know how you get set up on dates with girls or whatever. Yeah. That's all fine. It's like we're but here, we're here like, for a oh, reason. I've got a friend. You should meet him. Yeah. You guys can really get along. Yeah, and it's like if you if you're going to meet a girl, there's a there's an outcome to it. It's either does is this going to be a potential mate, like yeah. like like literally a so mate. very biological sense. Yeah, biological sense. Do we want to date and and mm-hmm. take it any further or not? Yep. But when you go on, when your friend says, "Oh, I've got a friend in London. You guys should ha- like you guys should meet each other." Yeah, you could be like, "Yeah, but why?" What's, yeah. the, what's the outcome yeah. to be friends? Yeah. But, it, yeah, I just thought, thought about it as quite It is difficult. Like, I think girls do this a lot better than guys do, but it's really difficult making friends as a guy if the friend is not part of an established social group. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, if you've met someone that you really get along with and you're like, oh, I could be mates with him. Yeah. But he isn't a friend of a friend or something like that like maybe he's twice from like he's yeah. not within your social yeah, circle yeah yeah it's you can't really just invite him to things with Stuff. all your other friends so yeah. you're doing like <clears throat> like you said like one on one friend day yeah yeah and it's really and it's sort of just really interesting they're like catch ups but you also want to well, hang out a, with them because they're just cool and I've got a mate I've been what, doing what, this with a little bit what, where he's he's the so I've got a friend who lives out in the country and her boyfriend lives in the city and I met him through her, but I have no other sort of social contacts with him. Yeah, sure. It's just her yeah. and she doesn't live anywhere near him. Yeah. So I quite enjoy catching up with him and hanging out. But like you said, it's kind of like a mandate. Yeah, it absolutely is a mandate. Yeah. So like he'll message and be like, Hey mate, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to go grab some dinner? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I need dinner. 
<laughs> but I want to know why. And you're sort of sitting there and like. Uh, one of the first ones. <laughs> yeah, one of the first ones. Yeah, I love it, it that you try and put like take all emotion out of it. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a man. Yeah. I need to eat tonight. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going on a date with a dude. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> like I turned up to the pub where we were catching because we couldn't do it at a restaurant. It had to be at a pub. Because oh, <laughs> men. Because <laughs> men. <laughs> Heaven forbid someone comes along and says like sees you two sitting across the table from each other at a restaurant. And be like, like, oh, isn't this cute? And you both just freak out and leave. <laughs> so how'd it go? So, well, so I turned up early to the pub and I was sitting there by myself. And I, like in the last few months, I've been trying not to look at my phone as much when I'm just by myself. Yeah, okay. Because what... It, <laughs> Tell, so, tell me why. Uh, so tell like, me why you've done that. So I've noticed. Tell me like, why you've decided though. No, I, I want to know the reason why you've, you've decided to do that. So like, pay, pay I attention. like my phone. It's you very like your useful. Phone? Yeah, you got a. It's a oh, look at you with your yeah, flashy got, iPhone I got a new 6, one the other day. Fancy pants. But uh, so the other day, not the other day, but for the last few months, I've noticed that when I'm alone without other people there, I'm spending a lot of time just like sort of sucked into my phone do you whether it's like when you're into podcasts listening to music reading on the reading like newspapers on the internet yeah facebook instagram whatever it is i'm always looking at my phone yeah it's it's a problem sort of sitting there with my thoughts definitely it's not it's not you're not being present yeah you're not in the moment but the other thing is when you turn up to a pub for a mandate and the other guy's not there yet and you're sitting by yourself and you're trying not to look at your phone yeah you look really weird. Yeah, like okay. you're just sitting by yourself, staring out into nothing. Yeah, but you got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable with that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but right. At the time, not comfortable at all. No, okay, I okay, was super okay. self-conscious of what I was doing, and yeah. it was like it, every thought I had would run through. So it was like, where am I looking? Am I staring at somebody? Should I look at the wall? <laughs> what am I what doing am with I my do? hands? And instead of just being with my thoughts, all my <laughs> thoughts were, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> So your attempt at being like a little bit mindful and present in the moment and just enjoying your beer sitting down on the rest you were just panicking inside (laughs) and no one's noticing, no one's giving a shit about what you're doing, Tom. But what I'd like to think think was there was another guy there (laughs) waiting for his mandate, staring at me, looking at me, just going, Oh, "Oh, look at this guy, he's freaking out by himself. Did you think about (laughs) like what I like? Did you think (laughs) Okay, did you think about walking over to this bloke and just being like, Hey, Oh, I don't think I he think, existed. Oh, he wasn't saying, actually I there. I would like to think there was a guy there. Right, okay. I think you should um, <laughs> pay a little bit more attention on just not freaking out. <laughs> Being okay with sitting by yourself. Sitting I, by I, yourself, I have I found this when I um, years ago when I tra- travelled solo for a little bit mm. and had to go through airports and like whatever by myself. Yeah. Um, sitting by yourself, well, and at restaurants, I mean, sitting by yourself having a beer and dinner is quite nice, I think. Yeah, when you can just tasteful. When you just accepted the fact that you're not with anyone. Yeah. You're just Larry, Nancy, no mates over there. Yeah. Um, Larry, Nancy, no mates. Yeah. I didn't think of anything <laughs> saying with L. <laughs> I was thinking of Larry Loner or something. Um, and you can just sit there and watch people and it's not that weird or it might be weird for them, but you've, you've got accustomed you're comfortable to it. With it. Maybe I've just come to a certain level of weirdness where I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, like, so can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. No, no question. In the period where you're still using your phone, but you're sitting down by yourself. Yeah. Did you ever Google yourself? I have Googled myself before. <laughs> I have. Any, any, any juice? There's an Australian rules football player. 
Yeah. Named Tom McNamara. Oh, bummer. <laughs> so he's you're, about two years you're younger not than even, me. You're not even... Oh, he's, he's more successful. <laughs> Way better looking. Actually, let's look him up. Let's see what... I haven't... To be honest, hey, I haven't looked him up in a while. Fee, are you hearing this? There's a more successful, Shh. better looking, arguably... Not even arguably, just richer Tom McNamara <laughs> in Australia. And you're sitting here with this with this mullet over here. <laughs> She doesn't, okay. she doesn't look uh, satisfied, Tom. Where are we? Okay, Tom McNamara, footballer born 1990. On Wiki- He's got a new Wikipedia article. You don't, mate. I don't. Mate. Okay, so born in 1990. 19- oh, he's, oh, he's, actually, he's actually only a year and four days younger than me. Okay, mate. You've so got he's some... not that much younger than me. Okay. But, um, Whatever, have you sleep tonight, So mate. he... Oh, wait. He's actually not that successful. This is... this is. Oh, let's not go bag-ragging on up, this guy. This is all coming up Tom. Okay, well, not this Tom, unfortunately. So <laughs> Wrong Tom. He was born in 29th of April, 1990. He's uh, 190 centimetres, so he's a bit taller than me. 84 kilos. Not as heavy as me. So I've got that on him. Yeah. Um, is that a good thing? He was... He was drafted at number six in the 2007 AFL draft. What were you? I was. What number were you? I was at high school. I was doing my HSC that year. Oh, excuse me. He got drafted when he was 17. That's all impressive. All I'm hearing are excuses. So, he's he was drafted by the Melbourne Demons. He was contracted there for three years. Mm. He played four games and scored one goal. Look, mate. I um, I think he's got all these things going for him. You know, AFL and everything, but do you know what I don't think he has? An attic in Paddington and a yeah. <laughs> and a really <laughs> and a, a really podcast. and a really non well known <laughs> podcast. So. so here we go. Here's McNamara made his debut in two thousand and nine <laughs> and played three games for the season. Tom, I didn't care. But at the about end this. of the following season, having failed to play a game in two thousand and ten, McNamara was delisted by Melbourne. Mm, what was okay. I doing in two thousand and ten? Zing. No, I was single in 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been been Caitlin then. Uh, He was, however, subsequently redrafted, but that's awkward. So they've fired him and then rehired him only months later. Yeah, because he's proven his worth. Well, after after he was rehired, he's got got some ticker. He's got some guts. He only played one senior match after being rehired and was then fired again. Do you think you'd be a good friend of his? I reckon we get along. Do you think you'd. um, Do you think you'd wait for him in a pub? I'd wait for him in a pub. Yeah. 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 But he probably wouldn't have to. Like, if he was waiting alone in a pub, there'd probably be people coming out going, No, oh, you, you Thomas McNamara. Are you talking about <laughs> From the podcast? And he's Did like, you? Yeah, oh, no, God, no, no it's not me. me. People keep oh, stop asking me. Oh, wait. Are you that Tom McNamara that played four games for the D? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You should get a podcast. Yeah, you should get a really <laughs> <laughs> not well known podcast. Paddington Local Identity, Tom McNamara. So, can I conclude that. Um, do you think you'd be all right in a new city going on friend dates? Yeah, I reckon I could do it. I've done it in my own city. Yeah? I think I could do it in other cities. Okay. Do you think you could? Uh, yeah, I think I could. I'd, I don't think... I'd probably just laugh away the weirdness. These are kind of mandates. Yeah. Like you and I just hang out and talk to each other. Yeah. Now it's weird. <laughs> and touch each other. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I agree that it is an odd thing for guys to make new friends outside of their standard social circle. It is, but not horrible. No, it's doable. I think it's quite fun. Doable and good. It is fun. It is fun. Yeah. Get Mate, um, new people, do new things. So at the start, you told me you might have some stories for me. Do you? Oh no. So, well, yes, I do. So one of our common friends had a. Um, he's a Canadian guy. He's been living in Australia for quite a while. Yeah. 
and he finally became an Australian citizen. On how, exci- how exciting is that? Well, I think it's really cool, the fact that... I wonder how long you had to be here, living here, full-time. Five years. Really? You have to have... I think it was... You had to have permanent res- residency for five years. Yeah. And then you had to do a test. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Where's Tasmania? No one knows that. Apparently, you only got 90% on the test. Oh, really? 18 out of 20. Admittedly, I don't think I'd get anywhere near that. I imagine they ask you Surely all these weird questions from, like, year four, Husey. Do you remember Husey? It was, like, history, science... Oh, human else? society and its environment. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Husey, we called it. HSIE. I don't. I never knew what it stood for. Um, but you know, all these weird questions like, "What year was New South Wales, you know, discovered and everything?" And <laughs> discovered. I don't know. You know, weird stuff like that. Okay. So, was the ceremony good? Was it boring? Was no, it, it was, was terrible. It? Well, like, so the way that it's structured is that when they do these citizenship ceremonies, they're all based by local government area. Yep. So. This guy and his brother were both becoming Australian citizens, mm. but because they one lives in Sydney and the other one lives in North Sydney, right. they couldn't do it together. Sure. So they had to go to two different ceremonies. Okay. So that's my first issue. Okay. The second issue is that by being run by the local government area, you're basically dealing with people who work for council running your citizenship ceremony. Yes. And so, are they what Muppets are they? Uh uh, or just not very exciting. Yeah, it's just it wasn't very inspiring. It wasn't so, like, hey, welcome to Australia. So where we went, you're you're our newest Australian citizen. Yeah, but there there wasn't it was a just lot like, of that. Hey, here's your bloody certificate. Yeah, or like they so I'll 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 walk you through it. So there were two speakers. One was the mayor of the area, and she seemed really lovely. How often how often does she have to do that then? Well, I, that's the other thing. It's a massive imposition on the mayor. Surely. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Every night, there's a probably a but, new ceremony. But this is a room full of voters, remember? Yeah. So, new voters. And you're yeah, the first ha- point of contact. Oh, so okay. Like, hey, yeah. me. Right-o. Yeah. Like, these are politicians, remember? Yeah, man. They're playing the game. So, this woman, like, seemed lovely. Perhaps not the best speech she's ever written. Yep. Um, she <laughs> kind of started off by talking about on sort of like this. Do you reckon there's any people that have just been given their citizenship and then because of a horrible speech just, just been like, back. you guys are kind of shit. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm out of here. Well, you can, uh, I don't want to know. I don't want it anymore. I could see what she was trying to do with this. Yeah. She was trying to talk about how friendly people in Sydney are. Mm-hmm. Specifically North Sydney. Um, and she, she and, and someone, someone put their hands up and they're like, Hey, remember that incident down in Cronulla a couple of years ago? <laughs> a couple of little 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 fights on the beach. And she's like, What? What? What are you talking about? That never happened. <laughs> well, she the way that she illustrated how friendly Australia was was on this borderline xenophobic rant where she went along how unfriendly people in France are. Oh, so it wasn't so like Australia's like, friendly. It's like, like we're not as we're not world. as horrible as other people. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and it was like when you travel around the world and you go to places like Paris, you realise that people in Paris just aren't friendly, and they're and I'm just sort of sitting there going, you, um, what? Uh, maybe <laughs> what? you're just a bad person. Yeah, maybe they just didn't like you. Mm. But so that's how it started, and then she went on to talk about the North Sydney area and how great North Sydney was. And basically, all that she had was that there was a wide range of cuisines available to go to dinner at. Yeah, heaps of different restaurants. Yeah, and yeah. No, like, if you if you're in Australia for heaps of different like restaurants from all over the shop, like that, go but, for it. That was her selling point. If you're like into being in a place that's not the real CBD, but it's a little bit of a CBD, <laughs> y- you're there. Where you can get like <laughs> yeah. a Porto and Hungry Jacks. Yeah, for like, sure. Portuguese. Yep. Yep. 
American. Continue. <laughs> Continue. I'm sure there's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a couple of Thai restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, this is literally how her speech went. Okay, good. She well, that started a, listing cuisine. If you think about it, we Australia doesn't just, have that oh, much going for it. Like, it was ridiculous. One of the things that Australia does have going for it is a wide range of cuisine brought about by the fact that we don't have really have our own culture particularly. That's kind of true. <laughs> so if you want Thai, we got Thai. If you want but, if you want all you can eat fajitas at the Mexican place in North Sydney, we got it. <laughs> okay. But this is your selling point. These are people who have just become Australians and you're trying to tell them all the fantastic things about Australia. And all she had was food. Mm. Like mm. I think what they should do is Miserable. instead of instead of getting the mayor to come and do it, get someone who's represented Australia. Yeah. So like somebody get get, get Shane Warner along. Imagine an Indian Fuck, bloke coming. Loves talking. Imagine giving an Indian blo- uh, getting an Indian bloke who presumably stereotypically loves cricket. He comes to Australia, gets his citizenship, and there's like Brett Lee there, fresh <laughs> off his new movie from Bollywood India, movie. Bollywood movie, <laughs> and he's just there spitting yarns about how good sinking piss was on the Australian cricket team when he was on tour, tour somewhere. But that's the and thing. welcome to the place where he learned to do it. Even awesome. If, even if you can't get Brett Lee, like there must be someone who played cricket back in the eighties who's probably yeah. like sixty now. Get Pat Ruff. Get Pat Ruff to rock up in his Bonds undies I'm and just even, stand there. I'm not even thinking the caliber of Pat Ruff. I'm thinking like <laughs> low, low, low. get Tom McNamara. From the Melbourne Demons, yeah, who played like four C- games. C- Get him to come up yeah, and talk sec- story second, about second best Tom McNamara yeah. in, in Australia <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just get somebody who played like four games of footy for Australia, yeah. or just get someone them, who's never I'm made sure it. They'd love to come and talk. I right, get it. Get a real Aussie battler up there who's never really made it, and he's just like, yeah, I've been a plumber for thirty-five years, <laughs> Play, played footy, <laughs> play a bit of footy down at the local subbies team, and. Just pretty stoked to be here, guys. Where are we again? What's going on? There must be so many. People Someone said I was getting a chicken, free chicken parmy after tonight. What's happening again? I feel, I feel like we've kind of diverted away from the, from the intention of creating a good citizenship ceremony, and now you're picking partially no, employed the, former footy players, hey, he's half boy, drunk he's and dishevelled, who don't really know where they are. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, oh, we got every colour of the rainbow here. <laughs> Like I don't think that's a great introduction to Australian <laughs> life. Just a very out, outwardly racist person. <laughs> hey, it gives them a real. It gives them a real piece of what it's oh, going to be mate, like. You'll love it here. On. We have great cormas. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a tenderi roll just down the road. Ch- seven chicken bucks. Chicken tikka masala. Fuck we got it. I love it. You'll be right at home here. <laughs> I'd stick around just to go to them. I wouldn't even know anyone being <laughs> being inducted into Australia. Yeah, well, there was one legend. He looked. He actually might. Did have anyone been. get that certificate and just like scull a beer? No, there was. That's that's fr- oh, that's frowned upon. Is the, it the person? Is there, who a, proba- I think, is there a probation period? I think for the most Aussie new Aussie at the ceremony was the second girl there. So they call out the first name. The woman comes up, shakes her hand, gets photo with the mayor with a certificate, sits down. They call the second name. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. Call the second name again. Still nothing. Call the third time. Yeah. She'd flag the ceremony. Yeah, right. That's very Australian. It's like the most Aussie thing you (laughs) could do is to just not bother turning up to call in a sickie for you citizenship ceremony. (laughs) Yeah, right. It was fantastic. She's probably made up a really good excuse for it as well. Yeah, she'll have a great fake doctor certificate. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. It was incredible. It was very good. But there was one dude who, who looked subcontinental, so like... 
Indian or Sri Lankan or something like that. Mm. And his name got called up. He like literally ran down the aisle with his hands above his head going, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, really? Like, it was awesome. That's awesome. It was very cool. That's so good. So, yeah, I was, I wanted to go up and shake his hand afterwards, but he legged it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. Too bad. Um, So... Some exciting things um, are happening now that I'm now that I'm back in town. Yeah. If one of them I've just noticed is I've got a new uh, Tinder match Ooh. on uh, my phone, which is a little flame in the top left hand corner has just come up, which is exciting. <laughs> things um, are happening. You think we've all big? got stuff going on? Yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> mate. <laughs> well, Some of us are making the AFL teams. Other of us are getting Tinder matches. <laughs> match City over here, baby. Um, but our I got I got our official merchandise for our tennis club uh, made up recently. So I'm not sure if you know, but no, couple, me you and have a, a tennis club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and a couple of mates, um, Nips, Spurs, uh, Stony, and a couple of other guys. We need to talk about nicknames after. Yeah, this. yeah, Go yeah. Um, we play tennis every Saturday morning, yeah. um, just around the corner. And thanks our, for the invite, mate. Yeah, no, you weren't actually invited. Yeah, no. Oh, oh that was sarcasm. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah. get it. Um, but our. Club no, is, I was probably busy. Our club, yeah, every. It's fine. I had stuff going on. Yeah, Ch- cheese TVs on. Anyway. Cheese TVs on. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday Disney. Yeah, rage is on. <laughs> I'm hanging out for that number one. I'm sure, our international listeners will love this. Yeah, chat. exactly. <laughs> um, but our tennis club is called the Eugenie Bouchard Appreciation Society. Oh, um, mainly I because she's she's. Amazing. I talk about PMRs being potential Mrs. Rosses, but she's FMR. She's she's future, future Mrs. Mrs. Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'd be disappointed if um if you didn't get if married. someone like Bieber or Nick Kyrgios got his got their grubby little mitts on uh, Eugenie. They they've both had a little flings with her, I think, in the past. Bieber has nah, well, not like fling, not like flings, but like little like flirting things, right? Was it Kyrgios or Kokonakis who played with her? Kyrgios played with her. Okay. It was Kokonakis, Kokonakis, whatever his name is, that oh, Kyrgios the made who, the comments yeah, about. Yeah, with Vavrinka. That's yeah. a pretty Australian sledge as well. It's like you're but, losing in tennis and you just go, yeah, well, this guy banged <laughs> your girlfriend. So. That's such a dick <laughs> move. <laughs> such a dick move. It's so terrible. Oh, man. Like, imagine if that just happened in regular society. Like It does. What? You've done that before. No, I haven't done that before. But people at it, like a pub or whatever, you get in a little like... Tiff. Oh yeah! You're like, oh so. yeah! Well, this person banged your girlfriend. You're like, that does happen all the time, probably. Yeah, fair enough. But like, everybody's. It's a. It's just. It's just a funny thing to be but like. That's true wait. of almost everybody. Like, yeah, well, almost like everybody's partner has probably had sex with somebody else. I like not. I like to not think about that. <laughs> I choose not to think about that. <laughs> Have you seen that Aston Martin? That any girl I ever talk to is a virgin. Like I pretend. <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen the Aston Martin ad? And hasn't kissed away. The ever. used Aston Martin ad? No. Where there's a really attractive oh, girl. Oh, this is going to be really good. Le- there's a really attractive girl, like, leaning against, like, bending over a kitchen bench, looking back at the camera. And underneath it. Is she in, like, lingerie or something? Ad, yeah. And there's a line that just goes, You're probably not the first. But do you really care? <laughs> Used that's Aston Martins. <laughs> that's so brilliant. <laughs> it was awesome. That is so brilliant. But that would so be brilliant. my response. It's like, well, he might have, but I'm with her now, so I'm better. Hey. <laughs> she she ditched him and yeah. she's now with the big dog. You know, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and, and a mature person obviously is not is gonna look at that and be like, that's much more reflective, and it was much more reflective of Curios than anything yeah. else. Because any mature person is going to be like, 
completely fine with yeah. how things it's are. Like, well, yeah, okay, but that was a while ago and <laughs> yeah. it's all good now. <laughs> I kind of like it yeah. despite all those that happening in the past. Um, <laughs> can we play? Can I continue beating you in tennis? <laughs> Look, mate, I've got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> we can chat about this after the game. <laughs> yeah, we'll debrief on this, all right? Um, but I don't think, luckily, I don't think Kyrgios has um, banged Eugenie or neither has Bieber has, but... um. Eugenie's basically. Does she have a boyfriend? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't. I honestly haven't looked into it enough. I just like Jing her up as the perfect <laughs> girl. But um, she's super cute Canadian girl um, who plays is also a weapon at tennis. Amazing I think she's top ten. No, so, she's dropped out of the top ten recently because uh, she banged her head. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Damn when it. she was at the U.S. Open, she fell over and banged her head. Oh no! And, like gets migraines now. Ah, uh, should have yeah. sent her some flowers. Poor Eugenie. Um, so we've got this. So we've got this um tennis club. Yeah. Called the Eugenie Bouchard Appreciation Society (EBAS), and we've just made—I've just got little T-shirts made up with, like, in cursive writing on the on the where the at the heart where the logos go. Um, these T-shirts made up, yeah, um, which is super cool. They look—they <laughs> look fresh. But we've like over the last couple of months since starting the tennis club, we've been writing like commenting on all on all her instagram pictures in like these long paragraphs of like <laughs> odes to eugenie <laughs> that's so crazy and that's so <laughs> crazy it's kind of creepy and kind of cute right <laughs> no it's just creepy <laughs> no, yeah it's cute like, oh you know how i cut your hair and i sniff it every night that's kind of cute <laughs> no. right <laughs> we throw a bit of chatter there like like nips will nips will write a paragraph being like talking about all this stuff and i'll come on and like has she ever responded no 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 god oh. no that's what i'm sad about that's why i hope if um how maybe many, how many comments do these things usually have like we talk thousands yeah she's got like a so thousand it's like comments. a real needle in a haystack yeah big time but i just yeah. i don't know there's something about, i think if you go deep into the uh into the <laughs> the gramosphere if you go if you go real deep like 27 weeks deep into her photos she's probably not getting the kind of airtime on those photos as she is with her first ones so if you put a long comment on those old photos it'll stick around at the bottom for the longest right yeah that's a good idea hey we're not so we're not chumps over here is that she just trawls back through instagram feed sometimes <laughs> just looking over her greatest hit I and one yeah. day she comes across this she's like, where it's like oh my Eugenie my flower my one <laughs> my, my only my, my son my future Mrs. Ross my son my moon like, yeah. yeah yeah and then she's just like oh here we go who's this guy who's this though who's clicks this on though? your profile sees that you're multiple competition winner from Australia <laughs> who has his own podcast yeah. and is recently re-employed. What's not to love, right? And she's like, oh, this could be the guy for me. Yeah, like, I, I, I play tennis with an Australian. Yep. He seems like a bit of a douche, but I'm assuming there's some that aren't. Yep, yep, like, yeah, yep. Maybe I'm willing to give Australians another go. And that's that's the that's the bone that I'm chasing. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the plan. Um, I, yeah, it hasn't worked, hasn't worked to date, but... Stick with I think it. she might be single, mate. Mate, tell you what, I think she is as well. Haven't seen any lovey-dovey posts on her Instagram recently. No, I'm just having a look and no. Any? Oh, oh, oh no. Any suggestions for me? Oh no. So if anyone out there in the uh, in the, oh, are you sitting? Do you want to sit down, mate? I've got some bad news. I'm already sitting down. I've got some bad news. Don't tell me. She's got a boyfriend. No, no, this can't be. Yeah. I'm really sorry. He um, who is it? He better. He, he looks a little bit. He like He better you. be Prince Charming. Um, he better. He looks like me. I think he's Russian. He better. No. Yeah, he, he plays he, NHL. He's he, nineteen. Oh. His name is Alex Gan Galchenyuk. He better damn well. Tre- he better treat her right. I swear to uh, God. He plays for the Montreal Cardinals. He breaks her heart. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna find him. Yeah. I'm gonna go all taken on his ass. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna develop a series of specific skills first, and then I'm gonna look. Oh, look. Then hey, I'm gonna chase after out. him. Don't lash out. You're right. Okay. You're right. The look, mature. Be the mature one. Okay. Be the mature. You know what you should do though. What's that, mate? If you decide not to take the mature path, you should go to a Montreal Cardinals game and just heckle him. Oh, sorry, Montreal Canadiens game. Yeah. And just sit there and sit on the edge, and when he stops near you, you go, "Hey, mate." Curious bank. Oh, snapped! <laughs> That's definitely what you should be doing. Dirty tactics. Dirty <laughs> tactics will always work. And then you're going to have a 100 kilo ice hockey player take off his shoe and try and Yeah, stab I'm going to have a really, like... But it'll beat the rough. MasterCard ad. It'll definitely beat the MasterCard ad when you're on, like, Montreal's evening news. And it's like, oh, tonight our enforcer, Alex with his unpronounceable last name, took off his skate and stabbed a young Australian man. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's understood the young Australian man has stalked his that, girlfriend that for master, the last four that years. That MasterCard out on menacing comments on her Instagram feed. <laughs> it's, under, it's understood that uh, all Australians make menacing comments about people's partners. <laughs> people's former sexual, paramours. Yeah, <laughs> former sex lives. <laughs> And uh, regrettably, he said it to a large um, Russian guy with two ice hockey two sharp weapons strapped to his feet. <laughs> <laughs> regrettably. Running around with shoes with practically knives screwed to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, so, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, look, that's all right. She'll be single soon. She better be single soon. She's an ice ho- he's an ice hockey player. It's like. all right. I don't think I've reached you know my prime yet. Those I don't think I've reached the point where I'm like ready to meet her yet. Oh, okay. You're not at that point in your life. No. No, okay, so it's just simmer it out and we can come back to it. Yep. Okay. Hey, um, Good before point. you go, before we go, okay. um, some really, really quick little things. Was it Woolies last night? We, I know you like to hear Woolies updates. <gasps> How's Ron? Ron's good. Wait, he was there. He was we there. find out his name wasn't actually Ron? Yeah, it was what actually, was it? I don't want to say it now. <laughs> Let's just stick with it's Ron. Don, like Ron. It's Don. No, it's, <laughs> it's Ron. <laughs> we'll it's it, always Ron. We'll let that out. Now, Poor quick, Ron. quick facts. Um, the rolled oats that are pretty famous on the podcast. Yep. Half price, 25 cents a kilo. So, do you know how much value that is? Did you buy twice as many? Do you know oats? how much? Yeah, but I fit them all in the same bag. <laughs> yeah, but they still weigh the same. <laughs> but what was? Yeah, the but it made the bag harder to zip up. What, what is the, the story? Situation on the bag. Oh, it was like it was bursting the seams. It was. It was. Haven't sm- you learned your lesson? Nope. Jesus. Nope. Um, Jesus. Another fun fact that I learned from a mate who actually works at Woolies, works as a buyer at, at for Woolworths. Um, They've sold like way more potatoes every single year for the last like 10 or so years than they've bought every year. What? Yeah. Because so they've sold more than they've oh, bought. Every I know year. Why. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, because people because they introduce yeah. self serve <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it turns out potatoes are cheaper than rolled yeah. oats. <laughs> no, not rolled oats. <laughs> cheaper than like mangoes and like I don't know tomatoes and whatever whatever else you buy. But yeah, <laughs> people are so shit. <laughs> people are the worst. I love that some guys sat down and realized like, oh my god, we sold like four million. <laughs> Tons of potatoes last year. This and is only a miracle. Three and a half million. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we haven't sold a single mango in <laughs> yeah. ten years. <laughs> Where are they all gone? We should really stop buying them. <laughs> Surely we have a huge pile of rotting fruit somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny and just so hilariously reflective of <laughs> Australia and how like adults can be how so we how adults can be so immature and hilarious <laughs> and tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, on that note about how awesome Australians are, should we leave them to it? I think we're going to do a double episode, aren't we? Do a double one after this. Oh, mate, we'll see back how we back. go. We're running pretty <laughs> thin. Know. We're running pretty thin. Um, before we do go, before you go to pressing too many buttons on our little so new fancy. contraption, um, 
admin as usual. Um, oh yeah, get on the Facebook page. Get on the Facebook page. Get on iTunes. Yeah. Throw us a review. Yeah, Taboo's podcast. Only if it's five star. If you're going to give us a one star, yeah. Again, we got to re- yourself. We have to reiterate that we only want positive reviews. <laughs> if you want to leave us a negative review, just call us up. We'll post our numbers somewhere, and you just call us up. It's and, a free and yell at us. You it's get a, a free, free podcast. You get guys. a free thirty seconds of abuse, and you're not required to be here. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it the other day. I like to, after a bit of feedback from having our podcast online like up and up and being yeah. promoted for a little bit some people have come back and be like oh um i'm listening to on the way home from work and that sort of thing and i actually like to think about people you know sitting on a bus on the way home from a pretty shitty day at work maybe it's like a tuesday or something yeah. maybe it's a wednesday and plugging in and not necessarily the fact that <clears throat> they're listening to our voices because they're probably really annoying and shit yeah they're but um rating. Like just talking about random shit, I like to imagine that it takes them away from their um their lives for a little bit and their misery. Maybe like it, maybe they're getting like squashed by like a big sweaty dude who's just like been in a run. Maybe they're sitting next to a Middle Eastern woman who doesn't yeah, speak English. Maybe there's some lady falling asleep on them at the moment. Yeah. And, and they're stuck in a middle seat on I a plane. I like to think that we're just sort of letting them uh, think about something else for a minute. <laughs> and that's, that's why we do it, Tom. That's why we do it. God, we're such givers. <laughs> we're such nice people. Um, but yeah, head to Taboo's podcast on Facebook. Throw us a like. That's where we post a couple... Uh, well, we hardly post anything, but um, we should post more. Head to taboospodcast.com where there's a little bit of uh, room for you to make suggestions, send in comments, send in... Uh, Ask us any questions you'd like. segment ideas. We're running out of content rapidly, yeah, so it would be great quickly. to have some questions. We'll answer your questions. Yeah. Oh, man. I forgot a humongous thing. We can get next to episode, next, episode. next episode. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs> Is that how we're leaving it? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Way to settle next week. <laughs> you won't want to miss this. You won't want to miss this. <laughs> There's a little sizzle for you guys. Hey. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>